If you've flown recently, you know that boarding the airplane is a disaster. People aren't following their number when they're supposed to. They're crowding the boarding area. Even when you get in the walkway, once you boop, boop, scanned your ticket, people are behaving badly. Chris Elliott, author, consumer travel columnist, one of the best in the business, is with us from South America. Chris, thank you so much for being with us. Hola, how are you? Man, fantastic. Chris, what is going on? Why has this gotten to be such a bad situation? Well, uh, everyone wants to get on the plane first. They've always wanted to get on the plane first. But what's happening is that there's a shortage of luggage space in the overhead bin. And no one wants to check their bags. So everyone's trying to bring everything on. They're afraid. Most of them are afraid that if they don't get on the plane first, they'll run out of luggage space and then they'll have to gate check it and that they might lose it. Yeah, like that's the worst thing to have to gate check your bag, right? I mean, I'm kind of saying that in a facetious way because really you have to wait mm-hmm. an extra maybe 30 seconds to two minutes for them to, to pull the bags But you might lose up. it is the fear. Yes, for sure. Of having it with you. I completely agree with you. It's like this, It's the separation anxiety from your bag, right? Yeah, and I mean, uh, there's also the just the issue of people want to get on the plane first for some inexplicable reason. And I mean, I mentioned this in today's column is that, you know, People just want to get in their seats first. Uh, they, they think there's a prize for getting on the plane first, and unfortunately there isn't. So I'm a guy that, and we fly a lot, we fly probably 20 times a year, and I'm the guy that when it's almost our time, if we're in group four and they're calling group two, I grab my wife and I say, let's grab the roller bags and let's stay off to the side but get towards the front of the boarding area. And now there's like 100 people also doing that. And for me, Chris, it's exactly what you said. And I feel like the airlines have created this themselves because they started charging for bags. That never went away. So everybody switched to roller bags. Why don't they convert the overhead bin space? Some planes have enough and some just don't. Some have done that, yeah. It's expensive. And also, really, it's it's not to the airline's advantage. The airline uh, will make more money if the overhead bins are smaller and it can uh, – gate check your or it can actually check your bags at the counter uh, because they're going to make more money from that. So, no, they're not going to. The, the incentive is for them to have no overhead bins like back in the 50s when they didn't have any overhead bins. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it costs to check a bag. Is it like like uh, if you don't if you don't get the overhead bin, is it like 50 bucks? Something like that? It really depends. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, th- about $30, $35. Um, but if you're traveling internationally um you know i lived in australia for a while and if you didn't get it online before your flight it would cost 100 australian dollars which is a lot of money so john was saying he likes to angle along the side of the line you you don't have any early boarding privileges john it depends on the airline but it, it just depends on the airline chris what are you hearing and seeing and observing about some of the worst behaviors about people what are they doing to actually try to get on the plane first Oh, my goodness. How much time do you have? (laughs) (laughs) Give us an egregious example or two. Uh, Well, I was on a uh, I was flying from uh, Montevideo to Sao Paulo. And there there was a guy who um, pulled out a walking stick and declared to everyone, I have a cane and then (laughs) stepped in front of uh, group three. Now, I want to say something. A lot of disabilities are invisible. And, you know, you know, if, if you have a legitimate disability, you should be in the early boarding group. But this guy just stepped in front of everybody and people were going, well, you know, why don't you just wait your turn? 
Um, the, the worst one are what people have called the miracle flights. And that's where someone wants to get on the plane first, so they order a wheelchair. They get on the plane first, and then when the plane lands, they jump up out of their seats and walk off the plane. It's called a miracle oh. flight. Wow. That's really, really bad behavior. It, it just gets pretty dirty, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, the one that I find the most annoying is, you know, let's say I'm in group four. I'm always in group four. So I'm in the last group to board and, and I'm walking down the aisle and suddenly there, I, I see someone under the corner of my eye passing everyone in the jetway. Mm. And this, you know, somehow this is going to benefit him in some way, but people, I've seen more people do that too, where they're just, they're trying to, to get ahead of you. Um, it doesn't really, there's really nothing to be gained from that. It's just annoying. I guess I'm big into blaming the airlines today. Why don't the airlines enforce their own procedures? Like, I see people get in front of me, and you can see their boarding pass, and they're like gate group six, and they just are allowed to scan and go on. Yeah. Well, it's because um, it's hard. There's not, not enough people. The, the, the agents there, are their incentive is to get the flight off the ground on time. They, they need to get an on-time departure. So they're not going to be able to police, you know, which group you are in. So uh, the, there's a kind of a gray area between boarding groups, like between, say, group two and group three, where you um, they're not going to necessarily look at your number. They're just going to wave you past. If you're either in group two or group three, you're going to be able to get on the plane. So really experienced travelers know that and they know that they can line up, like you said before, line up a little bit early. And then while the group twos are still boarding, you can try to sneak in even if you're group three. Seems a little unethical, but I, I, I can't say I haven't maybe done two to three, but I'm not going from six to one. No, I don't think they would let you do that, but they, they will let you like kind of slide in there. Um, but really, you know, the thing is, is there's really nothing to be gained from being first on the plane. So I just, I think that airlines and, you know, we're going back to blaming the airlines. Airlines know that people get kind of spooked when they're uh, boarding the plane. They, they want to be on the plane as fast as possible, get their bags on. And uh, so th- they will sell you the ability to board early. Southwest Airlines is a good example of that with their early bird. So you get into group A at, by paying them you know, an extra 15 20 $25. And they're making a lot of money from that. Chris Elliott's with us. Chris, give us a tip or two if it's important to you to try to get on the plane early. Uh, buy a seat in business class. <laughs> They'll always let you on first. Uh, if you're active duty military, wear a uniform and then you can get on the plane early. If you have kids, um, let them know. And if you have a disability, too. Those are all uh, bored before everyone else does. But you, I, I, Go ahead, Amy. Well, I was just going to say, so you can, you're saying you can like upgrade if you will to for an extra fifteen dollars is what sometimes you can right chris oh uh no no i mean you can get on the plane early you can't upgrade i wish they yeah would, I, I if miss... they were selling upgrades for fifteen dollars i i would be in first class every time right I but miss... like on southwest you can upgrade to that early bird that doesn't cost a lot of money and you at least get on the plane first right right and it's a one class configuration so it's everyone's getting an economy class seat there how's brazil it's hot here, and it's carnival, so oh, uh, people are out partying, and they hear a lot of samba in the streets. Man, that is so fun. Thanks for staying sober for the segment. 
<laughs> no problem. Chris, where can people read your column? What's the easiest way to track it down? Uh, you can find me in USA Today today or on my website, which is Elliot.org, E-L-L-I-O-T-T dot O-R-G. USA Today, that's where I read them all the time. Chris Elliott, consumer, travel, author, and columnist. Great to have you, Chris. Thank you so much. You bet.